Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, wrestling fans all around the world, but especially those in Puerto Rico. My name is Robert D. Felice. I'm filling in for Kate Hensler. I got with me Alex Cardoza. We got with us for a brief shining moment, the wonderful Alex Pawlowski. How you guys doing tonight? I'm I'm doing great. I'm I'm just I see something about bubbling out of Alex's mouth soon. So I'm I'm ready. For no, it. no. This this is this is your night, Mr. Cardoza. <laughs> Smackdown is in your 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 island. Uh, it it features your people to hente. Oh man. Um, and what a and night. I I I think that I think that you should have the floor uh, to talk about the the wonderful crowd that was there. At the building, right after I say this, how do you have a raw exclusive title and a tournament for said title featuring half people from SmackDown right after you do the draft? Everything is a scam. Nothing means anything. Everything is a lie. Uh, amen I, to that. That, I, that is the most true thing I've ever heard, Alex. That is, my friend, you should run for president. Play I, I don't know if you can run for president on that, but I at least feel confident in your logic president alex. of fightful do it alex yeah. <laughs> I, should. I should uh anyway I'm, I'm only here to say if you want to, to see me rage more about that you go to fightful select um because i'll be i'll be doing that over there in a few minutes and then after i'm done talking about smackdown and the ridiculousness of this the draft is a scam the brand split never existed uh everything you thought was true was a lie um, after I do that rant, and then and then you know I don't know talk about Karrion Cross I guess. Um, yeah. a- after that, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the Bleacher Report app, and uh, and watch the final deletion and do alternate commentary over it. So, yeah. Anyway, come hang out if you feel like it. Yeah, you absolutely should go hang out with Alex. One hundred percent. Fightful Select. It's the best five dollars in the industry. Not only do you get his wonderful rants, but you get a bunch of exclusive news. From Sean Ross Sapp and exclusive interviews from the whole team at Fightful. Alex, you're a wonderful man, and I'm sorry that WWE is going to put you in an early grave. Yep, it's <laughs> it's it's only a matter of when, not if. Uh, only a matter of when. You better only. up your policy. 
when is not tonight and you need to go no. and hang yeah. out um yeah i will i will have a good have a good night guys bye yes, sir. thank you alex appreciate you bye all oh, right that's great so yes i'm robert t police that is alex cardoza we're going to cover not only the ridiculousness that is smackdown and having a co-branded tournament for a brand exclusive title right after you've started a draft we're going to talk about AEW rampage alex do you have any preference as to what we start with tonight no, I mean, I'm I'm ready to start with Rampage as well. I'm ready to start. Let's start right at the top of Rampage. Um, I missed a couple matches here and there because I was trying to rush back home. But uh, I know that a certain special match happened that everyone on the Internet's going crazy about. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is basically the firm deletion oh. accompanied by a, a couple of other matches. But, guys, we want to hear from you. Get your super chats in. Get your humper <laughs> chats in at humperchats.com. Let's have a fun time, but let's kick it off with Rampage. And Rampage started off with a hell of a match. The Lucha Brothers and El Io de Vakingo taking on the QTV team of Powerhouse Hobbs, QT Marshall, and Aaron Solo. This is essentially um, the Lucha Brothers and Vikingo flip around a lot. You know, <laughs> the QTV team, they're doing their best. They're really leaning on Hobbs. As I guess this is basically the the factory plus Hobbs is QTV. We didn't get a wonderful 630, but we did get the Lucha Brothers pinning solo with the fear factor. And what was a fun match? I'm not happy about the fact that Hobbs is already just out Same. of the TNT title picture. But it is what it is, and I'm sure he'll be back soon enough. What do you think about this, and what do you think about where everybody's going in this situation I, I feel like like you just mentioned the the qt team right the uh qtv team i feel like it's just it's them and and powerhouse hobbs like it's not there's no reason to include powerhouse into the team as a whole i think they need to push that man even further perhaps if they're not going to be using him for the tnt title any further why don't we just throw him into i don't know um the international championship or something you know what i'm saying Let's elevate this man. I, I completely agree with that. I think he's been thrown in here just because they need the believability that comes with having a guy like Powerhouse Hobbs because Kitty Marshall and Aaron Solo, while they're great at what they do, they don't have that credibility factor that Hobbs can give them. Alex, I, I love the Kingo. I think he is the closest oh, thing yes. to a 96 Rey Mysterio that I've ever seen in my life. He's so much fun to watch, and I can't wait to see the entire industry try to catch up with him and be based around his style, the way the modern style is based around something that Ray kicked off a couple decades ago. Um, outside of this, we know that Phoenix is going to take on Claudio Castagnoli in a double Jeopardy champion versus champion match this Wednesday on Dynamite. What do you think about that? Um, little, little weird here, like, you know, where I tend not to like to have these like belt versus belt matches and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's it kind of takes away a little bit from someone who might get that opportunity to shine, even if they don't win it. Right. So, right. yeah, I don't know. I, I think that is built for the fun match quality aspect of it. Correct. Yeah. It's not like he can win a singles title, a uh, tag team title, a singles match. Don't know why they're calling it that. <laughs> Maybe there's something they're building towards on the Ring of Honor spectrum truth uh, yes. they'll be filming in universal this weekend so 
we will have more on that as it comes. But let's move on here. We uh, got to a video package basically hyping the Double or Nothing main event, the Fatal 4-Way, and showing MJF absolutely throwing a tantrum after realizing he didn't get his way. There will be the Four Pillars 4-Way at um, Double or Nothing. And what do you think about that? I'm 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 excited for that man. Like they're putting a lot of a lot of time into, you know, Darby and Sammy and them and it, that's great because you kind of are putting your money where your mouth is when it comes to building inside talent, right? And working within where it's not always, you know, you get the people on the Twitter machine always putting out, "Oh, if you, it wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for these uh McMahon boys that you hired." You know, but look, look what they're doing. Yeah, they're, I think it's an know? overdue for them to have Sure, yeah, card. for sure. I, I absolutely think it's overdue. One person who's headlined many cards is Chris Jericho, and Lexi Nair caught up with him, and he basically says he's not on commentary tonight because he can't trust Adam Cole. He needs assurances. Adam Cole will never be able to attack him again. Otherwise, he will not perform his commentary duties, and I'll have more information for us on dynamite so quick thing to get jericho on tv sure and to kind of keep it moving and we had jay cargill in action mm. against gia scott commentary says ty valkyrie was suspended after she attacked referees following her loss to cargill and real quick squash victory for cargill who is 57 and oh yeah at this point what do we do with jade who beats her is it taya are we waiting for statlander what are you thinking with jade um man if you're gonna be building this up i i don't do you can you squeeze in 40 odd matches uh between now and wembley you know well, and we'll, and get, we'll get it to a, get it get it to 100 and then bring in statlander at wembley and she has the big baby face pop at Wembley and wins the match. Like, oh, my God. Can you imagine what the place will look like? Well, I think if you're going to go with Wembley, I don't know if it would be stat. Because I would do stat and Queens at Grand Slam. Oh, yeah. You know what? I she's, totally she's forgot a, about Grand Northeast Slam. Girl. Yeah. I'd do stat at Grand Slam if you're going to wait that long. If not, maybe just Valkyrie at... Uh, I don't know how long are they going to keep this gimmick up with the uh, with the wins, you know? Do they want I I mean they've done it for well over a year at this point. They could keep it going. Um I kind of feel like it should be Ty Valkyrie. Same. I, yeah. I think she's done enough. She is a star at a level enough. I thought it could have been a female like a year ago, but they've kept it going. So But I do you bring it Do you bring in Valkyrie now, even though like I know she's an established professional wrestler, you know, with with her impressive resume. But do you put that like title on her now and kind of forget about everyone else who could probably had been working their their way up to her? Or do you just say, man, she just Jade just squashed everyone. So, no, it is going to have to be Valkyrie. It's difficult because I think you're at a point now where you could bring in anybody have them okay. get a fluke win, like a one, two, three kid kind of win. Sure. And Jade is at this point a star where people are going to be happy to see her moving on and moving up. Do we I, bring in Goldberg to? No, I'm kidding. I, 
<laughs> if we bring in Goldberg, I think it's to lose to Jade. I think like, that would be so mad. I think Goldberg would have so many new fans if he put over Jade Cargill. Do we bring in Goldberg to be her her uh, mouthpiece, her uh, her manager? I'll teach her how to get to a hundred and zero. I don't know. See, I wouldn't bring in Goldberg as a manager, but I would definitely, if they could get him, I'd I'd love that. Yeah, energy just because there is so many similarities there, and at this point, even does she retire the TBS Championship? You know, like she's. The only person known with that title so far so there there's so many different ways to go here they've kept it fresh at times i know a lot of people are starting to feel like it's a bit stale but i'm still a fan i'm still willing to see where sure. they go yeah for the time being and where rampage went next is mark briscoe backstage and he's approached by jay lethal sanjay dutt satnam singh and the goat alex the goat jeff jarrett jeff himself you watch her mouth. You know Kate would kick Kate's us not, off the show. Kate's not here tonight. So Kate would it, end this show in a minute. It's it's my show, and I'm here to say that Jeff Jarrett is just killing it in AEW. He is having he has, the run of yeah. his life. Um, they basically just approach Bristow and say, hey, friend to friend, we know your friends at FTR. Can you check in with them and see if they're going to accept our challenge for double or nothing? And FTR will be accepting or at least responding to it this Wednesday on Dynamite. Also, while we're talking about JEWF, AEW has released the extended cut of the visit to the family farm from this past Wednesday. Just everybody go see that. It truly is tremendous. Jeff's having the run of his life. What are you thinking about everything they're doing here with Double J and company and Mark Briscoe? He's, um, he has a, a, aura about him where even when he's hated you're still talking about bringing in views and people are gonna watch it's you know the name you know who he is that's right so i mean love him or hate him bro he's bringing in eyes into this into the sport into the you know wrestling business whether he was doing the SummerSlam stint with wwe or everything he's doing now at aew or you know wrestling flair in his last match yeah. He's, he, he's really tuned in and it's amazing how he's been able to keep his name out there but mark briscoe was in action he faced uh preston vance who had jose with him yeah. you know vance spent a lot of time overpowering him he was hitting him with full slams full nelsons mark eventually comes back with a german suplex he eventually gets the win with the j driller as a tribute to his brother, Jay Briscoe. And after the match, he celebrates with some of his family and, and a really touching moment. I love everything that they've done with Mark Briscoe. Same. In AEW, except the fact that he did not beat Samoa Joe at Supercard of Honor. I think that's a weird move, but I'm glad that he's getting a lot of TV time now. And I look forward to seeing ultimately where this goes with FTR and Team Double J. Dustin Rhodes says he's looking forward to the May 17th Dynamite because it's in his uh, neck of the woods. He gets attacked with Brian Cage. Strickland laughs at him. Mm. And he says, they'll see him in two weeks. So I'm guessing we're going to get a naturally limitless versus mogul embassy. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I see, you know, that unfortunately the fire fizzled out of the Keith Lee and Strickland uh, feud there a while back. Um, 
could they probably try to spark that up in in a new obviously new way here in, in a tag team way maybe i think it'll work i agree because at the end of the day keith lee there's so much star power there and oh yeah while you have dustin he's always going to be a great asset but alex none of that at the end of the day rampage great show but none of that really mattered because up next we got the firm deletion it's the hardy party of matt and jeff hardy hook and brother zay the orgasmic isaiah cassidy <laughs> And they took on the firm, uh, Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, and Stokely. Uh, uh, immediately, shenanigans abound as we got uh, first name Sham, last name Payne, uh, Marty Garner as the referee. I'll I just love put this, that. I'll put this out there right now. I'm shocked nobody gave him a pedigree and dropped him on his head. But, uh, you know, we also had Caprice Coleman as referee, putting on the zebra stripes instead of his usual RH commentary spot. But immediately you got Hardy Party shooting fireworks at everybody. You know, this match was all over the place. You had Stokely, almost the victim of a hit and run. Alex says, Matt Hardy's two uh, oldest children, Maxwell and Wolfie, tried to just run him over. <laughs> ATV, there was, there was fire coming out of this thing. It was very scary for Stokely. I'm very glad he's okay. He wouldn't be by the end of this match, but he was able to survive that. Uh, we saw some fun stuff with uh, Jeff Hardy and Big Bill spent a lot of this match together. Um, no real, like, no lake of reincarnation. We got a lot of Hardy cameos. Uh, Rebby Hardy was in there. Yeah. Full Queens, Puerto Rican, God bless her. She's cursing out Stokely for entering I his home. It. Entering her home. Uh, you got Gothic Baby, the, the TikTok icon herself. And she wasn't afraid of Stoke. Uh, Senior Benjamin just come from behind her, the taser. Alex's family is very deadly. I would His not family, want to end up, yeah. I would not want to end up in uh, Cameron, North Carolina at any point in time. He gets tased. He essentially loses all feeling. And then the <laughs> other Hardy boys just come in and start beating him up. Maxwell, Wolfie, yeah, Barty. They're just, this was insane. And we had a great moment here where as Stokely's getting pounded on by the three eldest of the Matt Hardy children, it, it just says Tony Khan will pay for his sins. <laughs> I, really, really good stuff here from Stokely, who was obviously having just a wonderfully great time with the children. He couldn't help but uh, keep the smile on his face, despite the fact that he was getting completely pounded on. Uh, we saw a Maxwell Hardy, Maxton bomb. We saw Isaiah Cassidy hit his own swanton, give the world the moan they were waiting for, hump the ground. And then, as Matt Hardy said, orgasmic Isaiah, I knew you'd come. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of this madness here, Alex? Can I tell you something? You know, for all the, like, they say non-entertainment, like, stuff that AEW might not do all the time, that was freaking great. Because it was entertaining. It had the wrestling in it, obviously. And they get away with so much. Like they have the freedom to do anything. And it's so good. I know that they did it once at WWE and it was cool to watch, you know, and they had a couple cameos in there. But the way that they have the freedom to kind of just go on and do what they want um, is pretty, it's pretty cool. I, I, I don't know. Have, I don't know. I would have done a little bit more. Like we didn't see Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat. Like I had a bit more of uh high hopes i honestly if i'm being honest i would have made this the whole hour 
You've got eight people oh, and a yeah. whole family to cameo. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would have made this the whole hour. Uh, Hook got in some shots. Yeah. Eventually, you know, Jeff Hardy hits the Swanton bomb and Matt pins Ethan Page. The firm has been deleted. Now, Matt Hardy has said on his podcast that this should likely be the end of the firm and the Hardy party, this group might exist in the future. Uh, do you have any particular direction where you want to see them go? I I don't know, man. I know I like I you like you just mentioned. I also saw some stuff of Matt Hardy saying, you know, he'll he'll do some type of modified version of what he just we just saw, you know, um, a modified version of the Broken Family, right? So maybe that's the way he kind of just. Uh, do you think his career is almost over? Do you think that's where he's headed? Well, we know that. Um... Jeff Hardy wants to end his career in AEW, and yes. I'm sure Matt is feeling the same way as well. Yeah. It's always hard to say with a crew like this because they're so versatile that they can do anything, anywhere, that at any point, if they wanted to show up in Impact and set that company on fire, or NWA and set that company on fire. But I think they're likely looking to wrap it up in AEW, and at least Matt will likely transition into a producer role. I don't know how soon that'll be, but... And I'm and guessing. you do, you know, we do know that he will be, uh, they will both be getting put into the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't know how that happens uh, with them being in. I know they had Billy Gunn before, you know what I'm saying? Show up on WWE television. Right. So uh, I don't, the, yeah. I don't see the modern AEW allowing that kind of crossover. Right. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, we do have a super chat here from Orion Ben. 666 and organizing a search party for Stokely who's in you know I think I wouldn't be surprised if we just see Stokely like <laughs> the, hard, the Hardy children are homeschooled I wouldn't be surprised if he's just outside their window menacingly because he's not something tells me he's not done with King Maxwell man those kids are going to grow up to be um, stars I, I'll tell you we wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan already made them all elite I mean, honestly, at least Maxwell, we know he's like 4-0 at this point, undefeated. Hit a really nice swanton bomb. I think he's going to be just like his uh, father and uncle. Yes. Looking to get into the industry sooner rather than later. I, I see a question here. Were there any Easter eggs? There weren't too many. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, at least first run through, I didn't see too many. I would have preferred a like a reincarnation spot for like a big cast or uh, you know something. I, I thought maybe Mark Quinn would show up here. I think the Easter eggs were the family members themselves, and you know it was a lot of fun to watch. And I hope we get more of it down the line. And uh, sure. but by far, Alex, line of the night was from Orgasmic Isaiah saying he always. When Matt said orgasmic Isaiah, I knew you'd come. He said, <laughs> Matt, I oh I always do. And you know, for those of you that are watching, that want to make sure that much like orgasmic Isaiah, you always come. Oh. We got something for you. Hello. Is your penis limp? Would you like it to be erect? Fortunately. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful is going to help you out an awful lot. Maybe you're having trouble with that. Maybe you just want the confidence. Well, BlueChew.com 
and the code Fightful is right for you. Free. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 shipping. There, there are a few other steps you go through. You consult with the online physician. If approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But your first shipment is free with the code Fightful. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work on your schedule or whenever you're not ready and you want to be ready, whenever the mood arises. It's in a chewable form, very easy, very simple. Help yourself out. Give yourself that confidence with BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Yeah. Damn right. You got me you, good, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I, I try to bring it. I mean, God, no. Isaiah is a next level star. And I think being with the Hardys like this, he's probably going to stand a chance at a breakout. But that was really the bulk of Rampage. They set up quite a amazing card for Wednesday. Tony Khan called it a pay-per-view on TV. Yes, he did. Cage yeah. match with Kenny and Mox. The aforementioned, uh, uh, I was calling Cesaro, Claudio against Ray Phoenix. We got uh, House of Black defending against Bandito and the Best Friends. Lots of really fun stuff, including Anna J. AS against Julia Hart and the No DQ. What are you thinking about Wednesday night? Wednesday night will be a zoo. Let me tell you. So I, I'm a listen. I'm a supporter. Um, I'm a supporter of everything that has to do with the world of wrestling. Okay, whether it's WWE, Impact, so on and so on. So just to see like with the shows on Wednesdays, like the way that they're structured. AEW is like a party and and I've gone to, and I go to and I support WWE events. I go to SmackDown. I go to Raw's. So but there's something about that specific that show, man. And I think this Wednesday in Detroit, right? That's where they're doing it. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Those people at Detroit get ready. You're you're going to have a good time, man. If you've never been to an AEW show out there. Gosh, I think I think at the very least, I feel comfortable saying the cage match should be one to be remembered but that wraps up rampage let's talk about smackdown and we're going to get into a little bit of backlash too since we're here we'll talk this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. 
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Well, that's tomorrow night's show. Um, Sagna kicks off with the LWO. Ray, Zelina, Legado del Fantasma, they all come out. Huge pop from the crowd in Puerto Rico. Ray says, you know, he's happy to be representing. Zelina is in her home base. She's just getting another love from the crowd. Of course, Judgment Day interrupts. The crowd chants some very spirited things. Yeah. About uh, towards uh, one Dom Mysterio. I don't know how, how Ray felt about that, considering some of that might have also been lobbed at him and his family. Um, that sets up the mixed tag for later. The main event ended up being Ray and Zelina against Dom and Rhea. I'm surprised we even gotten more of Dom and Rhea as a team. What do you think of the opening segment? How you liking this? How you liking this Puerto Rico crowd? Man, they were oh, man, la gente latina out there, bro. They they were they were so ready for the show. Uh, I can feel the energy coming through the screen. Uh, mi gente at the at the island, bro. They just they brought it. They wanted this. They needed this, and they got it. And they were showed up sixteen thousand strong, bro. You know, I think that they should make Puerto Rico um, part of their rotation. First of all. You're talking about the wrestlers that are mostly down in South Florida or in, in Florida. I'm sorry, I should say, you know, it's an easy one hour ride to Puerto Rico via an airplane. You know, you're you're flying them across the world for other stuff. Why can't you just do a a, a roundabout like that to Puerto Rico? I I I hope and pray that they continue to bring um, shows to the island for them. I, I think it's a good move because. They, they've gone a few times. I know they held the New Year's Revolution in 05 in Puerto Rico. Right. Yeah. They, this crowd was absolutely insane. So much life to them. And it's only going to get louder when Bad Bunny actually wrestles oh, tomorrow. Uh, this banger crowd, very excited for the entire just vibe. And I think they set them up real well here because, you know, you got Zelina who basically said when she asked for the match, I'm the only Puerto Rican female on the roster. I have to go represent. And they came through for her, which is super cool because like a year, half ago, maybe she wasn't even employed by WWE. And it's nice to see crazy. how crazy. well she's rebounded. Yeah. Um, as far as first match of the night, we had, we had them boys, the good brothers, with AJ Styles and Meechin taking on the Viking Raiders. AJ Styles was on commentary for this. They're kind of putting over the world title thing that Alex Pulaski so wonderfully mentioned at the start yeah. of the show. Um, good big meaty man slap and meat kind of match. <laughs> the, the Good Brothers get the win with the Magic Killer on Ivar. Far from the best I've seen from War Raiders or uh, Viking Raiders. No, and- yeah, how dare you? The it's good brothers, I know. How, how dare I say war and the good brothers, but this is fun. And I'm glad that Gallows and Anderson are back wrestling. They're, you know, actually being featured. What are you, what are you thinking for them in the future? Well, now that AJ's back and he's healthy, um, and as long as he stays healthy, they're going to be on television because they obviously been MIA because he hasn't been on. So, um, 
even can I just say, and I'm not being negative against them. I'm just saying, like, even when he was healthy, uh, AJ Styles, we didn't really see a lot from from Gals and Anderson on television. I would love to, like, you know, when they're when they first made their way into WWE television, it was a big effing deal. And I'd love to see them continuing to do that with them. Like, I don't know, man, they're special talent. And they're signed and they're just lackeys for the better word, right? You know, they made their debut in 2016, taking yeah. out Roman Reigns. I think we're getting Bloodline OC at some point, leading to I'd hope so. AJ and Roman at some point. Now that AJ is going to be exclusive to SmackDown, the Roman show. I don't know when it happens, but I'm guessing it's one of the few matches that they are looking at the card and going, we got to do that one because it's been way too long. Yeah. But speaking of the Roman show, there's a recap of everything surrounding the creation of the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt. Alex, before we get into the tournament, how do you like this belt? What do you think about this, the design of this? Like, I haven't gotten the chance to really... Sit down with you and talk about it. What are you what are you thinking about the entirety of the situation surrounding the belt? Um it looks like they took the what is it, the 16 pounds of gold. Is that what they called it back in the day? <laughs> the big gold uh, you, belt. The, the big gold belt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they took it, um, put it in Photoshop, hit the embose button, made it super thick, like all those fine lines that, that are in the belt, made them super thick so they pop out. And bam, stuck the WWE logo in the middle just to make sure the branding that, you, that you knew that that belt was never belonged to WCW or NWA or anyone. It is a WWE belt in its entirety. Yeah, but I like it. I, I like it. I like it. And just just because if it kind of looks more like an actual title, you know, I, I it doesn't look like a toy. I definitely prefer it to any of the other designs yes. they have. Even if I don't love the bastardized idea of the big gold, it's you can tell Triple H said, I love that one. I want that one. And I feel like someone in marketing said, okay, but we have to put the logo somewhere right. big. Yeah. And, and you got to sell. You got to sell. These 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 things are going to be created into, into toys. You know, they, they, they got to make sure not only can they sell replicas, which they'll, people will just take anywhere, but toys too for the kids. You know, they want them, throw them out. And I think they're going to sell really well. But let's get into this tournament. It's going to feature Raw guys, SmackDown guys, even though it's a Raw exclusive championship belt. How do you feel about that just a week into the brand split? And who do you see going all the way here? Uh, you know what? I am. I don't know. I have no idea who comes with that. And I said this to... I think uh, Alex last week. Um, I'm happy that I can't guess who's going to take it, though. You know, the obvious would be Cody, right? But I'm I'm I don't know. And I'm happy about that. I actually want to see where they're going to take this. I don't know why it's being defended on both shows. I understand that they're giving opportunities to wrestlers to take the belt. And I guess. <clears throat> the winner of that belt, uh, if they're on SmackDown, automatically becomes they will be they will just go to Raw. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't see any trades. I don't think they're that ahead. I don't think they think like that. And it'll be pretty silly 
for that to even happen. After, I mean, it just the problem is like Alex said, we just had the draft. Mm-hmm. So where does that mm-hmm. leave us? You know, Rob. Like I, I'm. I wish I. God, just make those lines much clearer for us. I, I think this draft has exposed how dumb a draft idea is when you don't have clear general managers, clear decisions as to why. Why has Brand X picked this superstar? You know, I think we should get back to those things. As far as this particular element of it, I like the idea of Raw guy, SmackDown guy at Night of Champions. Yes, I think it's ridiculous. I think if you wanted to kind of bring it around full circle, you could have the SmackDown guy win the belt and then Raw trades Cody over to SmackDown that he can finish that story. Spoiler alert, I think Cody Rhodes absolutely finishing the story well before SummerSlam. Um, I don't think it's a it's a toss-up as to who's going to win, though. I think it's Seth Rollins' belt to win and set the pace for it. Yeah, I, I you know, I know that they're mixing. Maybe, maybe they just want you to believe that, you know, Cody might not win it because everyone knows that Cody's going to win it, right? So... Maybe they're playing with our emotions, Rob. I don't know. Well, what I would do, it's like you you can have Cody Rhodes acknowledge that belt as a viable championship while still maintaining true to himself and saying, however, I must finish the story and I must win that one so that the entirety of the WWE universe can have a fighting champion. That's why I'm entering myself in Money in the Bank or however he wishes to find his way over to SmackDown to face Roman Reigns. Oh God. I don't think he should win this because that means he will never get to finish the story or at least has to wait until WrestleMania to finish the story. And then you got to find a convoluted way to get him back across from Roman. So I, I've, as, as a lot of people here know, I'm, I'm the producer on Wrestling with Freddie. Um, and, you know, he did say it's, he told us a story. He didn't give any names of them. Uh, by them, I mean WWE and Triple H being historians, right? He, you know how Triple H loves history and wrestling. How he's probably recreating the hard time storyline that um, his dad went through. You know, he went through that long road, the hard times, and he cut that amazing promo. And he feels that someone inside of WWE told us to, Freddie, that he feels that they are probably recreating that for for Cody. So maybe it's hard times for Cody and his payoff will come at WrestleMania 40 or whatever. I don't know. I definitely think Cody Rhodes is in for more hard times. Super hard. Within within the next 24 hours. (laughs) But I see my feelings on that are Cody Rhodes has lived through his hard times. His story is hard times. He came into WWE at 22 thinking I'm the Prince of Wrestling and then they made him Stardust. That those were his hard times, and but, he found his own way back up. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go, go, go ahead. But, but those hard times of him leaving and coming back, right? They can't put that into history. What happened within those six, seven, whatever years that he was gone, right? Because he was somewhere else. WWE is very synonymous of creating their own history and creating their own their own fandom around something. So, yeah. The 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 prodigal son or whatever returns to WWE 
you know, from undeniable to un whatever <laughs> to whatever freaking undesirable to yeah, undeniable. That, you are building the story from the time he gets to to WWE, right back to when all these hard times are happening up until he wins it. And I think that's what they might be doing, rewriting everything so that, hey, let's forget about the fact that he was here and left somewhere else to build that. And let's let's do what we're doing here and give it give him his hard times. <laughs> Here's what I'll say to that. I watched the wonderful Amy documentary on Dusty Rhodes. Very nice. Yes. Cody made it very clear it was all about the setbacks for Dusty. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cody's okay with facing a few of those in his own right. I still think for me, the money is you have Cody win money in the bank. You have some cash in at, on the July 5th. I believe it is when they yep. go to Madison Square Garden. It's the first week of July. You have Cody win the belt that his daddy couldn't win in the garden. He wins it in the garden. You move on into the summer with a full-time champion on both shows. And then Roman Reigns is going back to the championship. Is your story going into Florida, which gets sidelined by whomever, because obviously Roman is now greater than the championship. Yeah. Once you hit once you hit that champions, Roman's hit the thousand. We can move on from that story. If that was the thing, we can move on from that. But in the spirit of uh Moving on here, obviously, we're not going to know anything about that world title until... Give us two money in the bank cases, Rob. I, I a red one and blue one. I absolutely would do that. Absolutely would. Um, Raw Women's Champion, who is now drafted to SmackDown, Bianca Belair, <laughs> <laughs> came out to get a promo about how she's happy to be in Puerto Rico, she's happy to be back on SmackDown, she's happy to be going against EO Sky for the red title on the blue show. They're both on the blue show. Oh, we'll make God. sense out of this come Saturday night, folks. Don't you worry. You lost me already, Rob. I think uh, I quit. I, I know. Um, <laughs> of course, damage control interrupts. Bailey runs her down because that's just what she does. Bailey rightfully says she made Belair on SmackDown because last time they were both on SmackDown, they were the feud for each other. Uh, Liv and Raquel come out, save Bianca. From an attack here, it's announced that Raw superstars Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Alex, will be facing SmackDown superstars Bailey and Dakota Kai on SmackDown for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Because what's a brand split, man? I don't know. I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know how they're going to make sense out of this. What are you thinking about all the players involved here? Uh, that's exactly what you just said. It's a, not to curse, a cluster. As if you know what I mean. It's a cluster. It's a cluster flip. It absolutely, oh positively gosh. is. Yeah. Um. Here's how I see it happening. Rio will retain over Zelina Vega. They will then have Adam Pierce go to Rhea Ripley and say, "Congratulations, you are now the Raw Women's Champion. Give us your SmackDown title because Bianca versus Io is now a SmackDown Women's Title match, and we move on because the one thing we shouldn't do is have." Bianca and Rhea swap titles because it's childish. Yeah, that didn't work out for them the first time, did it? No, right? it did not. It did <laughs> not. It really, you know, it did not. And I think they'll try to manufacture that same tension, but nobody wants to see that. Just rename the belts so that you don't have to go through this every year or just make the 
champions not draftable they don't do that yeah. wb because they're telling stories pal uh carrying cross and scarlet talk about the upcoming match with nakamura and cross promises to beat nakamura before asking how much his honor is worth uh unlike in cross i like cross on the mic i think he's a dynamic character he's somebody they can have a lot of fun with and i think this is one of his strong suits actually talking mm. Um, we get another promo from Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle. There's a video package there, and then Sokoa says to the Usos, I'm going to do my part looking at the Simone Spike thumb. You guys better do yours. What, what do you think? Where are we going here with the bloodline? It really feels like you have a wonderful story capped at WrestleMania on night one where Sammy and Kevin beat the Usos. The next night, you have Roman retain, and now there's a, a fracture in the bloodline, but it also feels like this is a story too far. It's gone too far. It's now reaching the stale point. Yeah. How, how do you get around this, come backlash, and just in general with the Usos and so on? So, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, besides everything else that I do, I like to write, and one of the things I've learned how to write you know, is, is scripts and storytelling, A story, B story. How do you mash these things? How do you, what do you do to spice them up? Um, we had that for a while with the bloodline. We had the A and B story going on for a while. Um, both are gone. I'm sorry. They're yeah. both gone. Correct. Both A is gone and both B are gone. Where, where do they want to go with this? Because what's going to happen is, they, I I feel like they're gonna play it out. Um, oh my old heads, we know what play it out it means. You know, getting tired of it. <laughs> so they have to move from it if they want to create the havoc between Roman and his cousins. Do it. Just get it over with. Don't don't prolong it because it's becoming like you just mentioned stale. Same thing goes if you can get the Rock involved. When does that happen? And is it going to fizzle out and just be, okay, cool, they're just having a match by that point? I always felt the vibe that they should have just been having a match. Dwayne Johnson has no reason to dethrone. Uh, no, no, exactly. Not at what point will right. be like 1,200-day <laughs> Roman Reigns. If you, if you do that, you're sending the wrong message to your yes. fan base. You're sending the wrong message to your roster. Yes, it's a fun movie story. But here's the thing. When a movie, the credits roll and the story's over, in WWE, you immediately have the next chapter of your story. I don't think Dwayne Johnson needs to wrestle for the title. I do feel like we're going to get Jey Uso getting another shot at Roman. Perhaps as soon as Night of Champions? I really don't know, because now it's... For me, they've already played it out. Yes. They've already, like... you It was so beautiful. All you had to do was have Cody win and the bloodline is, is shambles and they can rebuild. But now you're telling this weird fractured story to the point where Jimmy Uso and Kevin Owens the entire time have just been talking to Sammy and Jay like, why are you, why are we doing yeah, this again? Like a normal conversation at the bar. Yeah. You know, and like you're having, yeah. It's super weird. It's super, they, they, they've gone, they've gone too far and I hope backlash. Let me ask you a question, Rob. Like, Smart me up here. What do you do when this is over? 
What do you, is there any way that we see Roman ever becoming a baby face again? Like how do you, do people cheer Roman or is he that disliked as a bad guy that when he finally turns into a good guy, you're still going to boo him because you're like, ah, now you're shoving him right back down our throats again. Well, I think Roman becoming a baby face is almost inevitable. As soon as you take that belt off of him and as soon as he goes away, that thirst for that megastar comes back. Right. And as soon as you hit that music at the Royal Rumble or whatever it may be, people will not only acknowledge him, but they'll pop for the shield music. They'll pop for whatever you give of Roman in the same way that they now pop for whatever John Cena does. They pop Truth, for whatever yeah. Brock Lesnar does because, my God, we are starved for this level of star power. It's just Roman has to do his part and go away because if he doesn't go away it just becomes well we don't care about anything else that happens because we know nobody's good enough to beat roman that's why they've created this consolation prize that's why i think getting the belt onto cody soon is where you need to go boom but moving on here we got the street profits going against imperiums kaiser and vinci i ain't gonna lie this was way too quick for me uh Profits win with the Spinebuster Frog Splash combo. Too quick for a match that could have easily, at one point in time, a few years ago, maybe headlined a takeover. Yeah. Like, I I wanted more of this, and it really just felt like Profits are on SmackDown. They're going to win. Don't worry about Imperium. They're completely Correct. covered because they have Gunther. I don't know. I'm not... They're what tying. They're also tying up loose ends or whatever. You you know. The, I think you know. You're giving the crowd a little something, a little razzle dazzle. You know. Um. At that point, like you mentioned it was quick. I mean, also the show does move by pretty fast because they, you know, it's it's not a full two hours that they have. You know, when you account commercials and the fact that regular broadcast television, you need to give them a us uh you know almost three minute buffer. That's why the show usually ends around that 9, 57, 58 time, you know? So you got to rush, 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 rush. So I wonder if this was just like, hey, guys, unfortunately, you know, we had to cut you guys a little bit. I think it was a bit of a missed opportunity to have a really fun match. Obviously, you know, you mentioned Dodi doesn't go to Puerto Rico often. Vinci and Kaiser representing different parts of Europe, you know, and sometimes, Alex, you just want to get away. Sometimes you just want to go to, to somewhere else in the world, even if you just need to get there for in about two seconds and just for the purposes of using certain streaming platforms so your uh, firm deletion doesn't have commercial breaks. And if that's the case, we do have the product just for you with our good friends at NordVPN. NordVPN.com slash FIFO brings you the fastest VPN in the world, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, and online threat protection that blocks you against malware, annoying pop-up ads, and so much more. And they have several tiers for you. That way you can get what you want. You can get four months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe you want to order UFC pay-per-views but don't want to spend so much money. Maybe you miss AEW Plus or WWE Network or something like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to change your virtual location with just one click and gain access to those things. Get that geo-blocked content. 
Make sure you browse safely and securely. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes your browsing experience and just your life experience much more versatile. Four months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Yes, we do appreciate the good support from the people at NordVPN. A reminder, guys, getting your Super Chats, getting your Humper Chats. We still got quite a little bit to talk about on SmackDown here, and we're going to get into Backlash as well. Uh, moving on from the Street Profits match, we had Cody Rhodes, Alex, and he, he asked the crowd, what do you guys want to talk about? He did it in Spanish. I don't have an accent, so I will not be doing that. Um, he got the best babyface promo of all time about needing to defeat Brock Lesnar and needing to finish the story. Again, even though he's drafted to Raw, he is damn sure determined to finish that story. So it makes me hope and pray that they have something in the works for him. What do you think of the promo? Uh, I think that he killed it. I, 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 I have so much faith in the fact that when they put the stick on him, he's going to provide you with something that will make you feel like you are part of what he's going through and he's bringing you into his world and he wants you to kind of not not really embrace him but like you know when you say reach out to the tv and feel something you know like that's what he's trying to do and it works i think the people are really behind him uh these losses people really wanted him to win I don't see how Brock Lesnar, this whole thing's going to deal, but we'll talk about that later. But I think that as a baby face who's chasing like an Emma effort right now, he is like red hot. He really is. And this was, he reminds me of, not to keep beating the drum of his father, but that old school baby face yeah. fire. It's, it's so important in wrestling. And he really has it. And he has that connection with the audience. And the only thing I hope that they don't lose by dragging out the story is that connection to the fan base because it's red hot right now. But moving on, Shinsuke Nakamura tells Karrion Cross one thing, come on, and he heads out for his match. They have a, a really fun back and forth, Shinsuke Nakamura and Karrion Cross. We see a powerbomb into the turnbuckle post. We see some knees from Cross. He tries to get the win with his Saito suplex. Uh, Shinsuke ends up taking a couple shots at the Kinshasa before he actually hits it on Karen Cross for the win. Shinsuke's going raw for the first time in what, six, seven years. He's never been on raw, which is insane. Um, Karen Cross is stuck on SmackDown. He is on a heel-heavy brand, so that's going to be hard for him to mm-hmm. kind of make a name for himself. Nakamura seems like he's in a good space by, you know, already getting with the Miz, which regardless of how you feel about the Miz, there is the wonderful connection that Miz has with the audience. I'm excited for his future, but where do you see both of these guys going? Man, you know, it's I if they let Nakamura run, kind of like they've done with Asuka, um, and take charge of who his character is. I, I think that you can see a lot of great fights between him and whomever. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really good. Like, he could work with anyone. But the problem is, like, they when they decided doing that whole Rick Books thing, I, I lost it. I lost it. I, I yeah, need the Nakamura agreed. from NXT, not 
this you know fun loving you know guitar playing whatever like i i want the mystique the dance which you kind of see it already the dark background the dance the coming into the ring um as far as carrying man I, listen it's no secret that freddie prince had him assigned for his wrestling organization and the call was made and he was like hey you know and freddie was like, do it up man go become ww champion and it's been the complete opposite he has there has been nothing there i love the man his physique his wife him they they just it's a it's just an amazing presentation other than that bro they have the makings of a lot of the sizzle it's not there something is missing i'm hoping maybe a us title run for him can change that maybe you throw uh, you can't put him back on NXT now. I guess he yeah. he missed that though. But there there is something so special with Cross. And I think he has all the makings of a great WWE superstar. It's a matter of when does it click? And I think eventually it will. All of this what is it? All of the steak and none of the sizzle. All the steak <laughs> and none of the sizzle. <laughs> very, very true in the case of him. Speaking of NXT, we do see a recap package of all the NXT call-ups. To SmackDown, uh, Isla Dawn, Alba Fire, Grimes and Grayson, Waller, pretty deadly. What, how are you feeling about a lot of the NXT call-ups before we get into what a couple of them did? Well, I'll tell you what, it's it's it, it was great that they finally got some shine that, hey, we have NXT call-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like, in years past, it's just like they've, they've been thrown on the show. And then when something doesn't work out, we don't see them again. <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like Dawn and Fire are a great move because Fire yeah. can go, man. And Dawn, that whole presentation is fantastic. Take the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Call them the WWE SmackDown <laughs> Women's Tag Team yeah. Championship. That's a mouthful, but it works. And that way there's more for the women to do on the shows. Um, pretty deadly. I, yes, boy, I legitimately think they're one of the hottest acts on WWE TV. I do listen to the Freddie Prince Jr. podcast. I know he's not hey. a big fan of, uh, of the NXT 2.0 era. But trust me when I say these two guys are the gems to come out of that whole system. Uh, Cameron Grimes should have been called up about a year ago. And Grayson Waller, I feel like they've moved him to be SmackDown's Miz. Raw has mm. the Miz, and he's kind of homesteaded on USA because that's where his reality show will be when that kicks up again. But SmackDown now has Grayson Waller. And speaking of Waller, he was backstage with Adam Pierce. Um, Grimes was also backstage, and he was looking forward to showing what he's all about. Corbin confronted Grimes. And said uh, he's done himself as a free agent because he can go anywhere he wants. You know, that's not how free agency works. You don't get drafted <laughs> to free agency, but whatever you do on this show. Uh, he runs down Grimes. He says, you got to pick last. Grimes says, yeah, well, nobody picked you at all. They're going to fight next week. Pierce makes it official. What do you think about it? I'm, I don't know. I, 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 I. I don't watch a lot of NXT, right? So I want to see what he's going to be doing up here, you know, uh, on the on, on the main roster, quote unquote, right? 
I think if I, I've seen a couple of his matches because I do watch the pay-per-views. I'm, you know, I like to support that far. So he's he's a good talent, man. I just want to when you put someone into the daily rotation or the weekly rotation of SmackDown and Raw, there you gotta really stand out. If not, you kind of get lost in the sauce, right? And I'm hoping that he's not one of those because I've we've seen a lot of NXT talent come up and kind of just get lost in everything, you know. And I and I'm really surprised, by the way, that they didn't pick up um, like Breaker in them. I, I think there's they made some interesting choices. They clearly yeah. were people who were either on the main roster already at a point or just it was for lack of a better term, crap or get off the pot time for some of these people that they called up. And I think that was most of their main concern. I think there's a feeling that maybe guys like Breaker or Mello or women like Roxanne. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, I think they have more of an upside. They wanted to kind of throw some of these other people in the deep waters. Waller has what it takes to be a star. He can be a United States champion in a month if he wants to be. Pretty deadly. It's very difficult because they can either become the hottest act on the show or the act that gets thrown into the comedy match that you never hear from again. And I hope it is the former because I am a huge fan. But it all starts next week with Grimes and Corbin. I'm not sure if this means that Corbin is, okay, we've drafted you to SmackDown or if he's just going to float from now until eternity. But at least they've got this match going, and I'm excited to see Grimes on the main stage. Yeah. And uh, then we hit the main event, man. And when Ray's music hits for the main event and Zelina comes out, this crowd, you, Bro. it's like they just saw the home team win the World Series. It's like hey, they, you'd have thought Zelina just won the belt. Like just having her out there, they they blew. And it's it's awesome to see. Of course, they face Rhea and Dom. Back and forth match with, for me, a lot of the fun was in watching Ray wrestle Dom, knowing they're not going to be doing that in the near future. They really played off the size for Vega and Ripley. Finn was out there, not Damian. I thought it was very weird because they had advertised Bunny, but they kept Damian far away. Eventually, what ends up happening is Ray hits the. 619, Balor stops him from hitting the splash. Uh, Dom hits one amigo, hits the <laughs> second one, and then Ray kind of just small packages him out of the second amigo. And I'm just like, okay, not what I expected, but immediately Judgment Day hits the ring. And LWO comes out with Bad Bunny to even the odds. And when this, when this crowd heard Bad Bunny's <laughs> Music, dude. Oh my god, even greater than I could have ever imagined. Bad Bunny beats up Dominic with kendo stick. They give him an LWO shirt. That shirt is already like the hottest seller on the website. It's going to be the even more hottest seller on the website. Yes, Bad Bunny's member of the LWO. We kind of called that like last month on this very show. Yes, that we did. You put that shirt in his hands, it's gonna sell. Bad Bunny's a WWE superstar, man. What are you what are you thinking about Bad Bunny? Just his whole presence in the WWE. I, I feel like he's he's a fan that has hit the ring, right? But 
he respects this business so damn much that he puts all of himself and all of his um like just his whole aura who of who he is into it you can tell that he's that kid who watched wrestling growing up and he's in this ring and he's not there to disrespect it or make fun of it or look stupid in front of the crowd and man he he's a megastar. He doesn't have the the physical attributes, and I'm about to throw up saying this as a Logan Paul, right? Like, I can give him that. Logan Paul's very athletic. But, boy, oh boy, man. You know, his you know charisma, what Logan Paul's not? That. On the red carpet for the Met Gala. You know what Logan Paul's yeah. not? Logan Paul's not a lot of things. And I know. Bad Bunny is... He is just that guy. Like WWE needs to hitch their brand to Bad Bunny for as long as they can because he is legitimately a and his star. music hits so hard. Listen, I'm Puerto Rican. I I listen to the words that he's putting out in every song. He's uh, he's collabing with everyone in the world. You've known this. He's done the Booker T song. He's done songs with with wrestling uh, personas. You know. Uh, Ric Flair and so on, Stone Cold, you know? He speaks of it in his music before he ever hit the ring to begin with, okay? So the man is like, he is, man, just listen, 2024 Hall of Fame inductee. Let's just do it right now. I honestly, there there is a world where I could imagine Bad Bunny being the man that beats Roman Reigns. Oh, can you imagine yeah. in some <laughs> alternate universe somewhere? There, There is a world, because... This guy, he is the guy. He's he really is. And I I'm so happy they have him. I hope that he headlines the show with Priest tomorrow night. I think there's no better match to go on last. Bad Bunny is just every WWE always types up being mainstream, mainstream, mainstream. Bad Bunny this is, is everything they could have ever wanted. This is mainstream. He's apparently he's dating a Kardashian. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. this guy is. He will always be on the tip of everybody's tongue. And friend. let me tell you something. What is it? Cindy Lauper? Back yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Transcended rock and roll and WWE together. A female super burning hot star at the time. And it's and it's happening again with Bad Bunny, a Latino superstar that has uh, headlined the Grammys. Like he was, you know, like, I mean, he's everywhere. And WWE has this cash cow in their hand and the golden goose as, as you like to you know we like to say and i think that they need to continue utilizing him in one way shape or form <clears throat> with whatever and and he's happy he's yeah. happy doing it so make him the face of lwo that's yeah. it sorry that's what, Ray. That's what I'm retired saying, i mean this it really is a dream and with that let's kind of transition into a little bit of backlash and guys get in some Super Chats and Humper Chats while you can. We're going to run down the Backlash card. Yeah, but give us Just your predictions you. and Super Chats and Humps. Hell yeah. Hump, hump us. I, honestly, it is Friday. It is 11 p.m. on a Friday night. Go ahead and hump us if you want. Humperchats.com. Yeah, I love it, dude. Um, <laughs> all right, let's 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 go here because it's the match that nobody that nobody ever saw coming on this card. Seth Rollins and Omos for no reason at all. Oh, God, yeah. But still no reason at all. Uh, where where are we going here and why? 
Maybe they're just they're we're building up uh, Omas to be this you know soon to be incredible superstar. Hopefully, I I don't know. I you feed them to all these people. I shoot my prediction. Let them beat Seth. What is Seth gonna lose? Seth ain't gonna lose anything. Seth is just gonna move on and continue going to something bigger. If Omas wins, I think he's fighting Roman at in Saudi, and I think Saudi would enjoy. Can you imagine that? I I, I think. If you ever did a match with two guys like that, it's it's you do it in Saudi. But I'm gonna suggest Rollins probably wins because I think Rollins is winning that tournament, and that tournament starts on Raw. Uh, moving forward to the Raw slash SmackDown slash I don't know Women's Championship match, <laughs> Bianca Belair and Io Sky. So here, this is where I'm sitting with this. Bianca Belair wins. She hits 400 days with a title that no matter what, she's losing. At backlash because she's either going to trade it to Ripley or she's losing to EO. EO is the one woman who can beat her because you set up a program where there's infighting with damage control. Bianca loses nothing because she's losing the title either way. I don't know where I see this one going, but how about you? I don't think I don't know, man. I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see EO taking it. I mean, there could be some tomfoolery where that could happen. But I mean, it is backlash. It's not like it's it's a, a throwaway pay per view. Like their pay per views actually start are starting to mean something, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. Unfortunately, and then they'll do the trade, like you just said before. On <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe and say Bianca wins and hits 400 days as Raw Women's Champion before officially relinquishing it to the arms of Rhea Ripley, who will undoubtedly, in my opinion, go over Zelina Vega, who shines by getting a moment to shine in front of the Puerto Rican fan base. Uh, yeah, you know, unfortunately, you know, I would have loved to have uh, the Puerto Rican homegirl take it, but yeah. no. And I, I also feel a very strong kinship to Zelina, being someone from Queens, New York, myself. I I'm happy to see how far she's come, but I don't see her going over Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley might keep that belt through Mania. I and and let kind of tell you something that she should. The the, yeah. the the woman's a freaking star. She like oozes like you see her and you look at her and her she's gotten so much better in every in every way. Every way. I I think she is going to be a pillar of this company for the future. There's a reason she was the first overall draft pick on the second night of the draft. And no matter what, Triple H has fully thrown his support in the camp of Rhea Ripley. And I think that continues here. Here's a toss-up. United States Championship, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. That's about it for the toss-up because this match will also feature (laughs) Bronson Reed. But that doesn't really matter because he's on Raw where they have the Intercontinental Champion Gunther. So really, it's a matter of who's walking away with the United States Championship in the SmackDown, Alex? Austin Theory or Bobby Lashley? No, yeah, I think Austin Theory somehow sneaks his way into victory. Um, He's another one. I hope that that they do something with him, with Theory, in in the sense of, like, put him in some meaningful feuds and meaningful things. Like, he's holding the U.S. title belt, but I, to me, that run now has gotten stagnant. I don't know what what he's doing anymore. 
I would like Lashley to win to freshen up the championship. Yeah. And secure a fighting champion for the blue brand. However, with Roman Reigns coming back on May 12th, which is next Friday, and definitely heading in towards nine champions where he'll hit the thousand day mark. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they need Bobby Lashley to hold the United States title right this second. I'll say Lashley Spears read and theory pins read off of the Lashley spear for the victory and to retain his title. And then moving on down the line here, we got the bloodline, Jimmy, Jey Uso, and Solo. I would like it if Paul Heyman was there. I'm guessing he won't be. Against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle. Bloodline has to lose here to continue that story that the Usos keep losing. Yeah. I um, Yeah, and I think, um, I think in Puerto Rico is when you see the crack, the big one. We've we seen, we seen the... We've seen a little bit inkling here and there of stuff happening. I think this is the big crack. I think Solo might somehow spike one of the two. I think it would make most sense if it's Jay because he's the he's the crux of all of this. Yeah, and if they, if they're yeah. gonna spike someone that I want Heyman at the helm because he's such a, a great yeah disturber. A Him great standing in the middle of the ring and going, and you know what that means right there. And he's so it just enamored with the Samoan heritage when he starts talking about Anawai Uso Fatu. He just he gets into the whole thing. You can tell he's loving what he's doing. But I'm thinking Bloodline loses and maybe just maybe Solo does Rowan Spikes. Yeah. I'm down with that. Um all right, Cody Rhodes of Brock Lesnar. What are we thinking? Well I mean at this point uh call the corner uh, in Puerto Rico and San Juan, because you're gonna need them to identify what's left over <laughs> from, yeah. from Cody after Brock gives him his 30 um, suplexes. Uh, we're gonna get Suplex City in Spanish. Uh, we're gonna get Otro Mas, another one, Otro Mas. You know, so we'll oh, they're gonna fans. they're gonna love the fans counting the German suplexes in Spanish. Oh, they counted they counted the ref uh, yeah, um, the, yes, they did. covers they did. today in Spanish. I popped so hard. Uno, dos, dos. I was That's like, so good. So good, bro. So good. I Cody Rhodes, love him to death. I think he's losing to Brock Lesnar. And I think, here's the worst part. I think it's going to be quick. I think he's yes. going not, to, maybe not as quick as Kofi, but I think we're in that neighborhood of he's going to charge at him and just get obliterated. And Cody Rhodes, mark my words, will face adversity yeah, and he will. will lose at Backlash to Brock Lesnar. Yes. Yeah. And then the match that I think should be the main event Bad Bunny and Damian Priest in a San Juan street fight. I think this is basically LWO against Judgment Day in a San Juan street fight. I think everybody should be involved. Everyone's going to be involved. It's a street fight. There's no rules. 100% everyone's going to be uh, throwing I think, their name in a hat. I think Bad Bunny, it's not It's not a question. Bad Bunny's going to win here, and he's going to celebrate. He might even jump in the crowd. There should be fireworks. There should be pyro. He should sing a whole damn concert after the match. Yeah. We're gonna milk this cash cow if if I'm the one booking this, and that money he has to get the win. I mean, why, there's just no reason why you can't if if uh, Mr. Bad Bunny Benito d- 
decides to say, hey, I want to continue, you know, bring me back, bring me back every other month, whatever the case may be. I'm not touring. I'm not doing anything. Why wouldn't I do something that I freaking love? You know? Yeah. And I, I'll go on record. I think the show will be a lot of fun. I don't know if it will matter in terms of stakes in the grand scheme of being Correct. things, but this one will be fun. Sets us up nicely to head into the real draft. But I've loved everything we've done tonight, Alex. Oh, man, yes. We had fun. Round of applauses for everybody in the building who uh, has been here with us for this last uh, hour and odd minutes. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I, it was a total blast. Guys, obviously, make sure you stay tuned to Fightful. We're going to have all things backlash on all the platforms. Sean Ross Sapp will have notes on select i'm sure throughout the weekend uh stay tuned to the review podcast stay tuned for just everything going on we are going to just have you completely covered for this weekend and beyond as we head into may with double or nothing and night of champions and nxt battleground and then june as we kick off what may be a very fun summer with a lot of fun stuff going on so again I'm Robert D. Felice. You can follow me everywhere at Dude Felice on all the socials. Alex, tell them where they can find you and tell them what you're up to. Not in jail, because I'm a good man. But uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Alexis Cardoza, as, as the screen here says on Instagram. And my link in bio will take you everywhere. I do want to say this, guys. Uh, support each other. Love each other. Give you know, Treat each other well. Um, yeah, that's just that's just what I want to leave everyone with tonight. Hell yeah, man. I mean, that's just overall advice for life. And honestly, yeah, the, I, I tweeted this out the other day. The world is bad enough. Yeah. You know, put some positivity out there. And we always appreciate you guys supporting. And we'll be here all weekend. And we love you. And we'll catch you on the next one. But until then, we are out. <laughs>